Hello everybody, good to be with you. I wanna to talk to you today about the number one problem that I encounter in the field. Uh, this has been the number one problem for the last nine, 10 years since I've been teaching. And uh, it will remain the number one problem for as long as I teach, I just willing to guarantee it. And I say that because it's been the number one problem since the dawn of, of, of the, any notion of non-duality. And, and well, actually way prior to that, but that's when we began to question it was with the advent of non-duality in one form or another thousands of years ago. The number one problem is simply that we believe that we're the body. <clears throat> we identify with the body. And it's understandable. Uh, you know, although when we come out of our mama's womb, there's no sense that we're the body. There is uh, no sense that we're not the Bobby body because there's no sense of body or mama or world. Right straight out the womb, our experience is that of shock and awe and wonder. And that's it. It's oneness experiencing oneness without even knowing that it's oneness experiencing oneness. Because there's just the, the intellect is not there. The patterns are not yet set in. The conditioning, the, the, at least the exterior conditioning, what we call the nature aspect of things, uh, hasn't yet set in. We're just, we're not locked into the idea that we're the body, but we get locked in, don't we? And, and, and this is not a bad thing. Your parents didn't do a bad thing when they lied to you and told you were that body. That's what all parents have to do. It's a lie that we have to tell our children. It's the same way that I lie to you here, right? It's, it's a lie for your own good. I lie to you here because I can't tell you the truth. But today, this lie is so good <laughs> that I think that it's really going to help you. So the idea is we get trained out of the sense of oneness, experiencing oneness, when there's only oneness, which is just experiencing not anything experiencing and not anything being experienced, just raw experiencing itself. But pretty soon our parents began to tell us, Bobby, Mommy. Bobby, daddy. Bobby, room. Bobby's room, right? And it doesn't catch on right in. There's, there's a good bit of resistance there. Now, there'll be resistance there, typically between, between 18 months and three years before it's really caught on the idea that there comes a day when, uh, when the mind lights up and it goes, wow, there's a me here, right? Gee, I didn't know there was a me here. This is big news. And, uh, and, uh, and now, and so there's this wonderful moment of recognizing that there's a me here, this, this sense of individuality, this experience of individuality, and that is just divine until it's not. And the until it not, it's not comes very quickly right after the realization or the, 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 the belief that we are the body sets in. And what comes in right behind that is, oh my God, look at me, I'm tiny, and the universe is huge, I am this, and it's me against the universe, I'm over here by myself, it's me against the universe, and look at how powerful the universe is, now look at how big it is, look at the, now look at these units, I mean, what they can, this, this is, knows everything, can do everything, and I'm just this little nothing over here in the corner, I can't even feed myself, I can't, I can't, I can bring about comfort if I cry and someone else handles it, but I can't handle it myself. 
this is not being thought out logically, but you can bet it's being experienced emotionally. And it's, it's traumatic. This, because there has to be a moment where we actually break from the belief that or the, the, the experience that, I, that, 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 that there's just one thing going on and I'm it, even though there's no I'm here. There's just amming. Or there's just amming, which is just absolutely splendid and divine. You can look into any infant's eyes and you can see it unless they are sick or uncomfortable. And then instinct is taking over. But that which is looking out of those eyes is always comfortable and always okay and never suffering. And that's what you are. But you don't know that. What you, what you think you know is that you're the body. And with this ongoing training that you receive from your parents, and then, then, and then your parents enlist the entire world to gang up on you, so that uh, everybody, so your, your, your friends and the neighbors and um, your teachers, and, uh, and all of them start calling you Bobby, right? And um, so guess what you think? Oh, I see there's a me here, and... And it must be this body that they're talking about. So there's an, initially there's a recognition that there's a me here. And then hot on the heels of that is that there is, uh, is the recognition of the body because there has been a growing sense of uh, individuality. There's been a growing sense of uh, individualized, localized attention. And you didn't know what those things were. You just noticed them. And then now you see that this attention, this localized sense of attention, and that this uh, localized sense of the, end of the sense of individuality and this Bobby thing just all get married. And that is actually the birth of Bobby. The birth of the unit occurred sometime prior to the birth of Bobby. But all you're gonna remember pretty much is gonna be from Bobby forward. Now you may get into some kind of weird thing that can take you back prior, but I just ask you this, just, just check for me. Would you, what do you remember prior to the birth of that unit? I don't remember anything. What do you remember uh, from deep dreamless sleep last night? I confess first, I don't remember anything because there's no sense of being there. So what's happened when there's a sense of being, then there's a sense of experience and, and, and there's a, with the sense of being is the most primal thing. I am is built on top of that. The, the sense of being is not true, but it's so close to true that it is the, it is the most fundamental lie. And the second lie is there's a sense of being, ah, there's a sense of discovery that I am. It's a sense of discovery. And it's always a discovery because you didn't know you were. And now suddenly, oh, I see, I am. And there's no ownership there yet. There's no I am this or I am that, but there's just I am. But it doesn't take very long at all for it to come in that I am this and I am that. So we begin to develop this idea that we are the body. And then we begin to add on to that. You know, if you, if you enroll a child in school, what's the first thing that happens? Now, it's, it's my school, it's my teacher, it's my books, it's my desk, it's my, my aisle. These are my friends. These are my not friends. They're not my friends because they don't think and act the way I do, which is the right way. 
Because now that I had noticed that I am, the very next thing I've noticed is that I am special. <clears throat> and why is it that I'm special? Well, number one, it's because I'm the center of the universe. Clearly. <laughs> I know you thought you were, but you can't be because I am. That's the way every unit on the planet thinks. There's seven and a half billion units walking around this planet, just human units, that think they're the center of the world. I can guarantee it is one little white dog that thinks he's the center of the world, too. And I'm not so sure that he's not right. <laughs> but we move from the belief, from, we go from openness into believing that we're the body. It's not that we don't believe we're the body, we just don't know that there's a me here. So it's a, that we go from just pure openness to the sense that I am the body. And we, and we add to that with a, now I got, you know, my teacher, my books, and now I've got, boy, I've got my little diploma and now I've got a degree and now I've got a job and woo. And look at me now I've got a wife, I got kids, I got a fence, I got a house, I got cars. I got, I got, I got, and I like tomatoes and I don't like, and, and I don't like mustard greens. And, uh, and I like wheat meat, white meat. I don't like dark meat or I don't like my dark meat. I don't like meat at all. I'm a vegan. That's who I am. I'm a vegan. What am I, I am, and that, this is my core identity is a first off is that I'm a vegan. And then I am, or, you know, whatever it is, I'm a salesman. That could be your first core identity. I'm a salesman. And, and, and also I'm a vegan. Can't be I'm a vegan and I'm also a salesman. But there's going to be one core thing. There are many points of identification, but there's going to be one central point, and that's who you think you are. And although that is a vast conglomeration of knickknacks and bric-a-brac and patterns that have just been picked up along the way, we build a story out of it. And the story that we build out of it is I am the body. The, 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 the unquestioned assumption is what? I am a Fred Davis and I am this body and I know it and I believe it and, um, and I'm perfectly happy with it and I, and, uh, or perfectly miserable with it either way. And, but one way or the other, I'm thoroughly convinced. And then one day I'm in a bookstore and I make the terrible decision to turn down the spirituality aisle and I'm looking around some perfectly good books. <laughs> And it just happens to one or two books slipped inside this Barnes and Noble that have the title or the, the pointing toward non-duality. And although there might be 500 books on these shelves in front of us, these are the only two, one, two that shine. So I buy those two books and I, go, and I run home. Now, let me tell you something. When I buy those two books, I bought one book too many. <laughs> because I'm going to learn everything I need to know. Not really everything, but just, just say it. For the sake. All the fundamentals that I need to know, I'm going to learn in that first book if it's authentic. And many of them are. It's not like they're rare. Some of them are maybe not, but some, quite a few of them are. And so I'm going to... read that first book and I'm going to find out all the fundamentals of non-duality and what's the first one? You're not the body. Well, when I first read that, I knew that was bullshit, but I couldn't stop reading for some reason. It was just wrong. And what I noticed was is that it wasn't as much like I was reading this book as it was that this book was reading me. 
the I hadn't picked the book. The book had picked me. So I sat there and I read that book and over and over again, that teacher told me, you're not the body. You're not the body. You're not the body. Well, hell, I mean, you know, I'm not only a body, I'm the, the special body. I'm the center of the universe. You know, I know there's seven and a half billion out there that believe that they're the center of the universe, but clearly they're all wrong and we should be able to see that this is the special one. This is the one that is correct. This is the leader. This is the one we follow. This is one the one whose opinion we value. And every, what everybody else thinks or what everybody else says is very, very doubtful and questionable. But anything that this thing thinks or says, now that's gospel. And we can all believe it. So it is not pleasant to be hit with this thing that we're not the body. Although there is some kind of a feeling like the back of our neck, like the hairs rise up. And there is some kind of a feeling that, you know, there's something about that's, appe that, that's appealing. I don't know who it's appealing to or why it would it be appealing, but there's something about that's appealing because there's something there that sort of rings true. So I go from the, not, the, the full own knowledge that I am the body to the potential suspicion that maybe I'm not the body. I'm, I, I'm probably the body. It feels like I'm the body. I'm sure I'm the body. But this guy's awfully convincing, or this woman is awfully convincing in these other areas, and they're telling me that I'm not the body. So we come to, we slowly move into being convinced, most of us, at least convinced on one level. Convinced intellectually, as people will tell me all day, every week. He said, Fred, I get this thing intellectually, I just don't, it's just not my experience because it's not, it's not the experience of the body they believe. They actually don't know what they're saying, but that's what, the, uh, what they mean when they're saying it, but that's what they say. So the, there begins to be doubt that I'm not, you know, not the body. There begins to be doubt that I am the body. There begins to be a, there, there's a, there's a belief which I began to fan with other books and other teachers and YouTubes, right? And then maybe I hit a retreat or two and a teacher will flat out tell me face to face with no smirk and no smile that I am not the body. In other words, his body is telling my body that I'm not the body. This makes no sense to me whatsoever. And just, I could not get it for the man in the moon and neither could you. Let's tell ourselves the truth. I don't care if you, I don't care if you were the, the most wide awake thing on a Tahitian island by yourself basking in awakeness for a long, long time. You thought you were the body. And guess what? That is such deep, heavy conditioning that it just doesn't vanish. So upon awakening, <clears throat> What we notice is that it was not the body that woke up. This is the first thing we notice upon an authentic awakening is my God, it, it, you know, is that there's, is, is that there's no Fred. See, I was thinking that this meat was going to wake up pretty soon. I mean, it just made sense to me. I mean, there's a, there's a 170 pounds of unenlightened meat over here. And I'm pretty well sure that I'm looking at 170 pounds of enlightened meat up there on the stage. And um, it's pretty hard to get off of that idea. 
it's damn near impossible to get off that idea. It's impossible, almost impossible, to jettison that idea for the fraction of a second that it takes to actually see the truth. Because I want to tell you, uh, is that um, enlightenment is like a, it's just like this, see? There's no enlightenment here. There's an, there, there may be an event, but there is an opening. And now, golly, look at this. Now there's brightness here. Well, the key to understand, I keep talking about this and nobody gets it, so may you please get it today, is that within this awakeness, there are a zillion levels of clarity. And we don't start out at the top and work our way down. <laughs> You know, I mean, you, you probably heard the, the, the arrogant story here that's so true that when awakening occurred here, the first thing that this arrogant little unit, and it wasn't even, I mean, it wasn't the unit, it was just the thought. The thought came in, which was, wow, this is unbelievable. The Buddha never got here. I swear to God. That's what I thought. And I got to thinking, man, I thought, well, that might be arrogant. <laughs> and so I decided, okay, it's not just Buddha and then me, uh, it, it, it is, or it's not just me, and it's the Buddha, Eckhart Tolle, and then me. <laughs> and we're like the, you know, the, the Holy Trinity or something. It take, took me a while to get out of that sort of arrogance, and uh, I, I still have it in other areas, but I, I don't have it in this area. So, um, now what we're gonna do here, is I want you to listen very carefully because I want you to suspend for just a minute. Suspend your doubt. I'm not asking for any money and I'm not trying to get your clothes off. I have no particular reason to lie to you right now. So just pretend that I am telling you the truth. And when I tell you this truth, it's not gonna be a shocker unless you actually get it. You're not that body. What you are is not that body. I mean, well, from a oneness standpoint, we could say that you can't not be that body because oneness includes all bodies and all this and that and the other, but that's really immaterial from the deepest level of things. What I'm gonna tell you is you're not that body. That's absolutely true. So given the fact that you're not that body, what do you think I'm talking to? And guess what? I slash you are not this body either. So what do you think it is that's talking to you? I mean, in the absence of a Fred, well, I don't want to tell you what I find. I want to know who cares what I find. I want to know what you find. So in the absence of a Bob or a Susan, and there's, we're not taking one out of this picture, there's never been one there. You've painted something in that isn't in the picture, right? It's just like, it's just, just like we went in there and we got the Mona Lisa and we, and we gave her a mustache, right? And we wanted to pass that off as the real painting. That's not authentic. Neither is the, neither is the ghost-like appearance of a character on top of 
the wraith-like existence of this unit. And I say the wraith-like because it comes and goes and it's thinner than you might think. <sighs> so if I'm not talking to that body, what else is in the room? I mean, what is it? What else is in the room? What's the room actually full of? And what's the room within? The room is full of it, and, uh, and it is, and room is completely contained by it. So let's just take a look. We're not talking to the body, so we can't find the body. I mean, we can't, we can't identify with the body. It's just a game. We're not allowed to identify with the body, okay? So whatever it is, see, I don't even know what it is that knows it's not the body. And I, and I, I hate to say I know, but it's a, it's a, it's a well-proven suspicion. I'll put it that way, that I am not this body. It's, there's no one to know it. That's the reason I'm a little hesitant, but there's a, there seems to be a knowing anyway that I'm not this body. So since we're not these bodies, let's see what else is in the room. Well, <clears throat> There's furniture, there's all kinds of things in the room, isn't there? Aren't there? I mean, there's loads and loads and loads of things. Golly, look at all these things. I mean, this is a really weird room. It's got a lot of weird things in it, you know? And, and um, the, I mean, it's got Bob up there and Bob right there. And then, um, you know, it's got 25 or 30 of these around the room and uh, different, different kinds, different, just, you know, mystics and saints and, and uh, gods and goddesses, Greece and India and all this. And um, there are photographs all over the place. There are teachers and stuff. This is my tribe, and I like sitting with my tribe. And there's a, a, a beautiful bronze Buddha right there, and there's a beautiful wooden Buddha over here. All of these things are things. You see this? The wall is a thing. This is a thing. Whoops, the glasses. I just knocked off. They, this is a thing. The, we call them glasses because there's two of them, but there's one there in one frame. So there's one frame of glasses. So are you any of these things? Does it really feel like you're anything that's in that room over there? Does it feel like you're anything that's in the room over here? And if you think, oh, I'm, I'm one with that unit, that's not completely untrue, but it's beside the point of what we're talking about now. We're talking about really at a higher level than that. We're not really talking about manifestation. We're using the appearance of manifestation to find out what's real. It's very easy to find out what's real because it doesn't come and go. And that's what they told me when I was coming up. They said, hey, Fred, look for that which doesn't come and go. And I went looking for that which doesn't come and go. And I didn't know what they meant by what doesn't come and go. And what I did was I turned what doesn't come and go into a, a, a very sneaky, sneaky, sneaky little man. And I went looking for something that doesn't come and go. Now, this has been around for several hundred years, I believe. But it, it's going. You see that? It was, it was, well, it was a day when this thing was fresh as a lily and all painted up and all that kind of stuff. And now it's going, it's going slow. 
It's going to be around a lot longer than this unit unless there's a fire, but it's going. It's on its way out of here. This is on its way out of here. This is deteriorating as we look at it. This is deteriorating as we see it. All of these books are crumbling. Books just don't last forever. But there's something here that does. And the room is full of it. And the room is inside of it. And that's the space, isn't it? They tell me, Fred, you are the awake space. I was like, well, which space are they talking about? <laughs> You're not that body. What's hearing these words is not that body. That body and the consciousness that that body ignites is the tool for that which is hearing the words, which is the same thing as that which is spouting the words. Complete nonsense. That's what we have here is a complete nonsense event. And don't get, don't get, don't get down on it. You know, oh my God, that means nothing counts. Everything counts. It's not, does it knock that out at all? Everything counts. There are things that are vital. There are many things that are actually important. But there's nothing that matters. Nothing matters. Why? Because that's what you are. See, nothing quite literally matters because that's what you are. You're the alive no thing. You do not come and you do not go. Do you notice that all these objects come and go within this space? Don't they? They rise and they fall within space. They rise and they fall. Where else? Within consciousness, don't they? God Almighty, this video is going to kill my business. I know that just so many of you are going to wake up. I'm not be able to charge you for it. Damn. <laughs> it's a hell of a thing, you know, be, be, being a spiritual unteacher and a little businessman at the same time. He's always like, how do we angle this? How do we get, let's maximize this, right? What do you do? These units do what they do. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, they're just, this thing's incorrigible, right? And not only that, but it's always been such a disappointment to me. <laughs> Had such, such high hopes for it, and it's just disappointed me every way along the line. But hopefully it hasn't disappointed you in this video. Because this video is clear as a bell. And listen to it and listen to it again. And it just might ring your bell. It's fun being with you. Love you. Bye-bye now.